can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido. The Celtics coming off a really tough 96-95 loss to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, I'm going to switch up today's podcast a little bit. I'm still going to start with player of the game, but uh, instead of starting with the good, ending with the bad, uh, I'm going to go to the negative parts of today's game first and end on a high note. Uh But I want to start off and give player of the game out. And, you know, I think think it needs to be Jason Tatum again. And for very similar reasons that we gave it to him last game. Uh, You know, this was another game where he had eight fourth quarter points. And if you look at the Celtics, our biggest problem has been fourth quarter performances. Uh, It's not, I guess, not so much fourth quarter, but closing games. Closing games has been our biggest weakness this entire season. And today was no different. We had a seven-point lead going into the fourth quarter and got outscored by eight. 25-17. We got 17 points in the fourth quarter, including, I think it was seven turnovers. In the third, I mean, in the fourth quarter, uh, it's it's just not possible. You're not gonna you're not gonna win an NBA game, never, nevertheless, against a team like Los Angeles. So, you know, Jason Tatum played played really well, I and mean, we saw great performances from both of the Rain and Jays tonight. Tatum ended the night thirty points, uh, nine rebounds, three assists, two steals. Uh, the part that wasn't super positive was the four turnovers, but overall his game looked fantastic. Uh, you saw a lot of a lot of great isolation plays. He had by far the play of the potentially season at this point. Uh, got the steal, chased the chased the ball out of bounds, behind the back pass to Time Lord for the slam and transition. So overall, solid night for him. 12 of 18 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3, 4 of 6 from the line. So he was getting to the line, uh, almost had a double-double, and looked really good. You know, towards the end of the game, he had a huge fadeaway on Davis at the free-throw line with a minute left, uh, and then had another fadeaway in the lane with, you know, 30 seconds or so left to bring it within one. Uh, so overall, really, really solid game from Jason Tatum and I'll talk about Jalen Brown in the the back half of today's podcast in the positive section but I do want to talk about this loss and this is going to be the most frustrating loss as a Celtics fan because if you're part of any social media Facebook group whatever it may be there has been more slander this year on this Celtics team than I have ever seen. Than I have ever seen. And it's talking about, you know, trading everybody. Every time we lose, it's trade trade everybody, get rid of Stevens, fire Danny Ainge. It's you know, it's about as negative as if it gets. And I don't it's not really warranted. You know, the Lakers, in my opinion, 
are still the best team in the NBA. And the Boston Celtics, despite having one of the worst performances I've ever seen in a starting all-star point guard uh, in Kemba Walker, we lost by one point. I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let that sink in. We lost by one point. This is not a it's it's a tough game to lose, and a lot of a lot of slander this year has been put on Kemba Walker, and you know people have been talking about trading him, getting rid of him, and all of this. And tonight, it's hard it's hard not to argue it. I mean, it's hard to argue with it because he played horrible. I love Kemba Walker, and and I'm gonna bring this quote up because, you know, after our loss against the Spurs, the Celtics tweeted this out. Kemba Walker talked about how fantastic both of the Jays have been, and how he's the one that needs to adjust his game. After previously stating that nobody needs to change, like they'll just figure it out, but he came out and said both of those guys are superstars. I'm the one that needs to figure out my game. This is on me. And it shows. I mean, the the guy's an incredible teammate. Everybody in the locker room seems to love him. You know, he always has a smile on his face. And I love that. I love, I love Kemba Walker. Tonight was a really tough game. Four points on one of 12 shooting. Zero for five from three. And we saw it at the the at the buzzer. You know, he had the chance. He had the opportunity to win the game for us. And it's funny, like we had there were thirty seconds left. The Lakers had the ball, and you know, I'm saying to myself, I'm like, it is going to be hysterical if Kemba Walker wins us this game. And. He got the steal at the end, almost turned it over. Jalen Brown somehow managed to get control of the ball. And then the ball ends up in Kemba's hands for as good of a look as you're going to get at the end of the game. Mid-range, fairly open jumper, and it rims out. Tice almost actually put it back. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's a game where you just you need to see more. You need to see more from him. You know, he was an all-star last year. We're not going back far. Yes, he hasn't played a lot of games this season, but he needs to step up in the moment. And that was as big a moment as you're going to get. So it's a it's a really tough loss for the Celtics here. And, you know, if you look at the rest of the game, there wasn't, there wasn't a ton of negatives. You know, AD kind of torched us. I mean, he ended the night 27 and 14. He had a double-double at half. He had 18 and 10 at half. But if you look at the rest of the game, I mean, Time Lord tipped in a basket, gave them two points. Daniel Tice tipped in another shot in the third quarter or fourth quarter for another two points. And we lost by one. We scored four points for the Lakers. And we lost by one. You know, the biggest issue in tonight is the turnovers. You know, for the majority of the game, we did pretty well with turnovers. But we ended the night with 
15. And again, I said this earlier, seven turnovers in the fourth quarter. So up until that, we were playing pretty lights out. You know, eight turnovers through three quarters. I said this after last last podcast that we lost against the Spurs. Like, we're going to need another game where we end with 10 turnovers. You know, granted, 10 turnovers against the Spurs, we lost. But, you know, that's the type of performance that we need. And it was not a good look coming out and pretty much doing that in the fourth quarter alone. Again, we had a lead. We were win- we were up by seven at the end of the third. And we couldn't couldn't put it together. You know, I, you look at the Celtics and the Lakers did pick on did pick on Kemba a lot on defense today. And I'll talk about this in the next half of the podcast. One of the things the Celtics did really well was switch on a lot of those, but it doesn't I mean it's still coming back to Kemba not really holding his own for the majority of today. You know, the other the other big thing was just was free throws in general. You know, I've said this before, but like the Celtics really struggle with getting to the line and this is another night where you know, we didn't get to the line a lot. 9 of 14. 64% from the line. The Lakers didn't do much better. Actually, Anthony Davis who historically is a pretty good free throw shooter did not have a a good day from the line. You know, he was four of seven. But if you look at the Celtics, I mean, we really didn't have any performances outside of Jason Tatum. Nobody got to the line more than twice. So it's just, it's tough. You know, Daniel Tice, two of two. Kemba, two of two. Jalen Brown, 0 for two. And then Tristan Thompson, one for two. The rest of our team did not get any free throws. And... You know, talking about, I guess, some of the negatives, the rest of it kind of falls on the bench. Time Lord's the only one that did anything. You know, he came in, actually played pretty well for the Celtics. Ten points, seven rebounds, but outside of him, the bench was horrible. And Jeff Teague, I just, I don't even, I don't even know where to start with Jeff Teague anymore. I just, like, I'm tired of watching him play at this point. You know, you look at the Celtics and I I don't want to rely on a rookie as much as we are kind of putting faith in Pritchard. And while some of that has been earned, the fact of the matter is he's a rookie. Like we shouldn't be relying on him to be doing everything that he has. Uh, but that's but that's it. You know, there there are some other parts of the game that you know, did not go our way, but I don't want to harp too much on the negatives because this is a really, really good Laker team. And we proved today that, you know, although we lost, we can compete with anybody. Like we've got two superstars in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And as long as they're at the helm, this is a this is a really good team. You know, yes, I think Danny Ainge needs to do something with that TPE sooner rather than later because if you look at the way that we've performed, whenever there's a a lineup adjustment, it takes time. It's not something that, you know, the system just everyone clicks. So, you know, if if Danny is expecting the Celtics to make a, a huge run this year, 
I'm not saying it's it's a mandatory, but it definitely wouldn't hurt. You know, I would be I would be expecting Danny to to make make some sort of move and try to do so before the trade deadline here. So that's what we got for the first half of today's podcast. I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors, and we will be right back. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert: Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is all Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we're back for the back half of today's podcast. want to talk through some of the positives of today. I wanted to end the podcast on a high note today. Uh, after a tough loss and you know we talked about Jason Tatum today already as the player of the game but I do want to touch on Jalen Brown the other part of the Rain and Jays they combined for 58 points today and were as efficient as they've been this year Jalen Brown ended the night 28 points three assists a steal and a block um, and has continued to show out. I mean, he's he's doing everything he needs to do. Same with Tatum. You know, this this loss does not hang on their shoulders. It hangs a lot on, you know, Kemba Walker and the rest of the bench. But Jalen Brown has continued to do everything. You know, you saw him covering Anthony Davis today. Again, didn't do fantastic in that. But you're seeing him cover everybody. He was on LeBron. He was on Anthony Davis. He was covering Montrez Harrell. JB has been doing everything the Celtics need him to do. You know, at the very start of the game, he was fairly timid on offense. At least at least from what I was seeing. You know, he ended the first quarter with four points. But then he starts the second with an unbelievably hard finish at the rack. And then another great drive while LeBron was complaining about a a no call. And then he ends up getting an offensive rebound, I think off of a Tice miss, and then hits a mid-range. And then from there, I mean, the guy just continues to show out. You know, he had a, a huge three from Smart to tie the game at 47. And you saw him, you saw him kind of dish the ball out too. He had a really nice assist to Time Lord. A really like a good drive to the lane, dump off the time lord for a lay-in. So, I mean, you saw him kind of flip a switch in the second quarter. You know, he ended the, the second quarter, he ended the first half with 13 points, so nine in the second quarter alone. And then he kind of just continued on. He started the third with a nice drive, and then he hits this lean-in three. And this, we've seen this happen a a couple times throughout the season but I want to highlight how difficult of a shot this really is 
you know, it's that it's that three that you know you're in transition. Marcus Smart's Marcus Smart passes you the ball, and your entire body is still floating towards the basket, and he somehow squares his squares his shoulders up and hits the shot, and he's done it a couple times. But the difference with you know this three and any other three is zero percent of him is straight up and down. You know, he's leaning in. It's almost like, you know, a similar action that you would see in a floater, but he's just doing it from three. And the guy is just, he's just doing absolutely everything. He had nine points in the first four minutes of the third quarter. The first four minutes. And, you know, it's it's another circumstance where, I mean, you see him at the end of the third with 24 points. On 11 of 16 shooting. So Jalen Brown, through three quarters, played fantastic. And I hate to loop him in on the, you know, a negative because it's hard to do that when you score 28 points. But it's the same, it's the same case for, you know, the last couple podcasts. I've said the same thing. You know, in the fourth quarter, he hasn't done a ton. You know, and it's it's good that we have Jason Tatum, and that's that's the only reason that Jason Tatum got player of the game today. Overall, I think Jalen Brown was more efficient. I think he played a better game. I still think he's more fluid in the offense. But at those end-of-game moments, Jason Tatum has been the one with the ball, and he's the one making plays. You know, JB, is he's continued to play unbelievably well. I would like to see him take another small step and try to be more aggressive. I'm not even saying he needs to, you know, be the guy, but try to be a little bit more aggressive in the fourth quarter. Uh, But overall, unbelievable game for the two Rain and Jays. Again, combined for 58 of our 95 points. We had two people outside of them in double digits. One of which was not Kemba Walker, uh, but one of which was Daniel Tice. You know, Tice was the leading scorer after the first quarter. He had 10 points in the first quarter alone. Uh, A couple early threes. And, you know, he he played pretty well. You know, overall, he did his best against Anthony Davis. He actually didn't play a, a terrible game against him. Um, and then it was also covering LeBron, which is not an easy task for a big man like Tice. So overall, it's, an, it's another solid night for Tice, looking like our best big again. Uh, ended the game 14 points, 7 rebounds, uh, as well as an assist, a steal, and a block. So continuing to do his thing, 2 of 3 from 3. Uh, the other the other big that played really well was Robert Williams. And you saw him, you know, at a at a couple points of the game getting some some nice baskets around the hoop. End of the night, ten points, seven rebounds off five of five shooting, as well as two blocks, which were both pretty much back to back. You you saw him block Schroeder and then you know, he gets the ball, turns the ball over, gets in Anthony Davis's hands, and then he blocks Anthony Davis. 
They ended up scoring after that because AD got the miss. But, you know, overall, I've talked about this, but Robert Williams has tremendous highs and then, you know, falls victim to another mistake. And this was a perfect example of that. And, you know, I talked about him with the tip in earlier, costing us two points. Uh, But overall, I mean, you got to love seeing the progress from him. I mean, it's 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 something. Again, a year, two years from now, I mean, he's probably going to be a starting center in this league, and he's probably going to be playing pretty well. So, it's not a it's not a now thing, unfortunately. But you know, it is it is what it is. You know, this is a. It's still a really really good Celtics team. It sucks to lose like this. It really does. It's not it's not fun. My fiance is probably pissed at me because I just screamed at the top of my lungs. Pretty upset with this game. Pretty upset with the outcome. But, you know, I guess moving forward, I do want to talk about some of the things that I'm I'm looking forward to. And hopefully that being a TP option or a move from Danny Ainge or something. But, you know, there was an article that came out the other day, I believe... I believe Shams tweeted it, or maybe it was Woj, but Isaiah Thomas is officially playing for Team USA in the America Cup qualifying tournament. And I talked about it a couple episodes ago, but Jeff Teague has still not done anything, and neither is Carson Edwards or Tremont Waters, but Isaiah Thomas is getting his tryout here. So... I don't know. It's an, it's another thing. I mean, you look around the league, the Nets are getting better. You know, they're 8 and 2 in their last 10 games and you know, you saw them sign Amon Shumpert earlier today. Uh and we've seen a lot of talk about the Cavaliers potentially waiving uh Drummond's salary. And him going to the Nets. And you've also heard a lot of talk about Kevin Love to the Nets. So if this is the case, again, Kevin Love going to that to the Nets might actually be a, a good thing for Celtics fans. Because he makes $31 million. That team is pretty much going to be maxed out with four players. And then they're going to have zero bench. And still zero defense because Kevin Love ain't it. They're they're trying to make moves. I mean, I think Amon Shumper was a solid solid pickup. Uh, you know, I don't think it's a guy that I would be overly thrilled about, but for a Brooklyn team that needs guys, he's a solid add. The Celtics need to need to do something. You know, I think we saw tonight that. We don't have enough wing depth. You know, as as good as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have been, and they've been fantastic, having a bench that scores, what, 14 points? It's going to be tough to win games. You know, we talk about the Nets being bad because they don't have bench depth. 14 points ain't much. That's only two players scoring at this point. So uh, we need we need something. You know, we need to be able to give guys like JB and Tatum rest and still have a guy to go in. And 
You know, I've talked about Buddy Heald. I've talked about P.J. Tucker. And, I, and we've, we've talked about Aaron Gordon, too. I still think all three of those guys would be great additions to this team. And they all fit within our TPE. So, you know, I'm not saying anything's happening right now because I still think Danny Ainge is going to wait as long as he possibly can, which brings us to about mid-March when the trade deadline hits. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be tough slotting. We've got, you know, really the hardest part of our schedule coming up. You know, that obviously started today with the Lakers, but if you look if you look forward, you know, it's it's not a not an easy lineup that we've got going and all of it's pretty much on the road. So, you know, we've got Golden State Tuesday, Sacramento which should be a win on Wednesday. But then we've got the Clippers on Friday, the Suns on Sunday, and the Jazz on Tuesday. All the way, all West Coast games and all of them are pretty solid. You know, again, I guess take out Sacramento. Golden State's record's not fantastic, but they still have Steph Curry. The Clippers are good. The Suns are good. And the Jazz right now are the hottest team in the NBA. So we have a really tough schedule ahead of us. I mean, for me, when you look at this, when you look at a game like this where we lose to the Lakers, there were a lot of things that went well. That is the play of... Our Rain and Jays. Overall, defensively tonight, significantly better. Significantly better. The Lakers held them to 96. I'm happy with that. The only thing that I'm not happy about today, I can't say the only thing, but you know, the biggest thing that I'm not happy with today is the scoring output of everybody besides a Jay. You know, primarily Kemba Walker. That's that's my biggest pet peeve right now. You know, I've I'm still a massive Kemba fan, but we need more from him. We need more from him. So it's it's tough. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to Wednesday against Sacramento, primarily because we're gonna see Peyton Pritchard back. Well, fingers crossed, that's what every report that I've seen is, uh, that we will see Peyton on the third against Sacramento. I, we, I'm very excited to get the ball out of Jeff Teague's hands as much as possible. But this is going to be, it's going to be a really tough, it's going to be a really tough stretch of games for us. And we need everything we can get at this point. Because if you look across... Across the league, you know, it's it's getting tough. It's getting tough. I mean, granted, we saw, you know, some losses today across the board, but standing at ten and eight, you know, it's it's not good. We're two we're seventy sixers are fourteen and six. Brooklyn's thirteen and eight. So I guess the only reason that they're they're above us is due to the fact they've just played more games. And it's the same thing with the Pacers. It's the same thing with the Bucks. They've just played more games than us. But, you know, if you look at the, the schedule, it's going to be a challenge. And, you know, 
if we can come out of this with, you know, three of five, four of five wins, we'll be in a really good spot in the Eastern Conference. And that's kind of what I'm hoping for. I think we can, I think we can easily beat, not easily, but we'll eat, well, we will easily beat Sacramento in my eyes. Golden State should be a win. Clippers will be a tough game. Jazz will be a tough game. I think we can beat the Suns too. So, you know, we need to, we need to make up one of them. We need to we need to beat the teams that we should beat and we need to win at least one of the remaining two and the Celtics will be in a really good spot. But that's that's what we got. I'm going to I'm going to end there. Uh it is now 11:30, so I'm going to try to get to bed or, you know, see what we can do here. But have a good night Celtics fans. Make sure to tune in again against the Warriors. Uh, we got another good stretch of games here after all of the reschedules. So make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Uh, make sure to subscribe, rate, review. Uh, really appreciate all the support here. Uh, have a great night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah, I can't help it, nah, I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.